0: Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm over the moon excited because not only am I gonna be introducing you to a guy with a really cool past and a really cool present, but I'm introducing you to a guy that's on my favorite show i'm so excited about bucket list check right here um guys i'm in- introducing you to a well-known actor he played alongside uh, joseph fines he was on um wings of eagles the official sequel of chariots of fire son of pop culture icon martin cove everybody who's watching you know um Kai, you know that sensei john crease and the and he was in the karate kid original Um, This guy is 6'2", superhero in the making, was born in Los Angeles, raised in a world of film and television and theater. At the age of 10, he spent time creating movies, using his father's camera, and performing skits for the family. Sounds like me, I do that stuff. Through his younger years and up to high school, he studied at a variety of performing arts and improv classes and eventually venturing off to doing some New York to perform off-Broadway, which is awesome. Um, he's appeared in a array of TV film and projects. He even took a task of producer and a team crime thriller. As night comes in 2019, he led the cast of the film D-Day, <laughs> Battle of the um, Omaha Beach, alongside MMA fire Chuck Liddell, he's the bomb, he's on Dancing with the Stars, and Randy Couture, as well as Weston Cage, which is Nick Lynch Cage's son. And in 2021, he came full circle and officially joined the Karate Kid universe by bullying a young John Kreese, which was great part, great scene, You did an amazing job in season three of Cobra Kai. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, even though you're not here, I'll do it for you, for Jesse Cove. Jesse!
1: Wow, yes. that was a mouthful. You're hired. That is incredible. I typed that out myself because I wanted as long as possible from every, every acting job I ever did, even when I was, like, three. So, so well done.
0: That was so fun. I need, I need some air. Um, you're awesome. First of all, big fan. Love the show. Love that you, like, kicked your dad's ass back in the day in this, that was, that's the highlight. When I found out that that character in there was his legit son, I was like, okay, now that was even extra cool. How fun was that?
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. It was awesome. I mean, it definitely is a strange um, strange thing to go back in time and, you know, kick your dad's ass and then you get your ass <laughs> beat as well. Um, I don't know, it might be every boy's dream at some point, maybe, I don't know, to go visit our parents' younger selves. Uh, Oh, it's your dream as well. That's good. That's very good. Every girl's dream as well to go kick their dad's ass at some point or another. Um, But uh, it was it was awesome. You know, you know, I I can talk more about it later, but it was a total surreal experience that it was just um, it was a dream. And it just was just so cool at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll dive into that later because we definitely want to tap on that. But tell us a little bit about yourself and like a little bit about your journey and, and how you got here today.
1: Well, you know, <clears throat> obviously I, I grew up around, you know, the entertainment industry and uh, from a very young age, I was always traveling with my dad, uh, you know, across the world and across the country, different movie sets. And it was always such a fun experience to be on these different sets around, you know, around the world. And and I had a lot of fun. It was like being in like for me, it was like being in like Hogwarts or something. You know, it was like just a magical place where where, you know, magic was created and, you know, things were created from nothing. And so I always had fun. I always wanted to, I would so much rather be there on set with my dad than, than usually in school. Um, (laughs) yeah. Right. So, um, by the way, I love your background, by the way, it's fantastic. Got me
0: looking over there, your shoulder with Betsy. It's perfect.
1: (laughs) Um, you're
0: talking about your dad. So let me do a background of pops. Let me pull him up real quick. Oh, there he
1: is. (laughs) Oh, it's kind of scary. Right. (laughs)
0: He is. He is. I mean, how was that growing up? I want to dive there too. Right. Back. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you for appreciating the background. So you gotta, you gotta. Oh, I
1: like that too. That's a good one. are dead center between Johnny and Daniel.
0: I'm like the meat in that sandwich. <laughs> That's good. you know what I mean.
1: Uh, yes, totally. I get it. There's uh, a thousand people that we want to be dead center right there. Right. Um, but back to the, uh, what I was saying was, um, it was just, it was, it was awesome. And, 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 you know, growing up around that was really cool and, um, you know, very, very unique, you know, it's hard to really explain how that whole world works to people and how, you know, what it is, what it, what it's like growing up in those environments. Cause it, it's not a normal, it's not a normal thing. What we do is not normal. You know, being yeah. an actor is not really normal. It's, it's normal to me but to try and explain it to other people, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like, it doesn't make sense. Right. But um, so always growing up around that was fantastic. And then, you know, the different sets and then, you know, I love being creative. I love making my family laugh. I love to perform in front of my family or making my mom laugh all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was always, that was always a joy of mine. And then also, you know, when I would, when I was in school, I would do all the film classes and creative arts studies and, and I loved history and, You know, I love doing different characters and then, you know, I was always maybe, you know, watching a a film and I'd always I'd love to do this or that. And then, you know, eventually when I was about, you know, I was always in the plays as well in high school. And and then, you know, when I was about 17 or 18, I just was like, you know what? I want to do this as my job. Like, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. And I I thought to myself, I think I'm pretty good at it. I could probably do this. And um, I don't think I'm ever going to be fully fulfilled with how my acting is, but um, I will try. And uh, that's basically how it started. And, you know, every year just gets better than the next and you just keep pursuing your dreams and, you know, it is a roller coaster ride, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's never easy. And, um, but I'm, you know, very much looking forward to the future. Got a lot of great projects coming up and, you know, projects that I've done and it's just been, it's really been a blessing and I'm grateful and I can't wait for, for, you know, all the great stuff that's to come.
0: Yeah. I I do find acting very similar to sales funny or not right like you're, it's a total you're,
1: sales you're, like, you're selling yourself you're all selling day
0: yourself geez that's why I, I do i enjoy interviewing actors and and people in this
1: more field. more actors. Like, your
0: whole world has been this journey
1: totally more actors watch? should listen to like grant cardone
0: <laughs> i love you what say that again
1: more more actors should listen and read grant cardone's books
0: right i don't even you have sure He's on my huh? podcast.
1: Oh, really? Grant's yes. a great guy. I've met him a few times. He's amazing. fantastic. He's amazing.
0: He's amazing, and he equates to other businesses too with relatability. And the reality is, you also watched your dad with rejection and growing up with a father that went out and tried and just all that. Like to me, that that's so fascinating. Also from firsthand your own experience, but also growing up watching someone in this field like this. And I, I wanna tap on the fact like, what do you think really has impacted you the most having such a famous dad? I mean, Karate Kid is an ultimate, like best classic of all time. Right. And to be, and to have that dad and for him to be recognized on the street and then all the other stuff he's done. I mean, that's, the would you know, that's just to be, he did so many other things, but like you've been around all of the, to me, trials and tribulations of this business, like what impacted you the most?
1: Uh, well, that's awesome. Thank you for saying all that. You know, it's, it's true. You know, there is so much trial and tribulation, like you said. And I think that's also one of the things that I've really, you know, been grateful to see as well, because there is a lot of glamour to it, but it's also like what's behind the curtain is there's a lot of struggle at the same time, you know, and, um, You just, unfortunately, most of the time, you just hear about when people are on top, you know, and what it took to get there was like decades of work or years of work. And those are actually some of the most interesting stories of all is where what people were doing, how they got there, what, what, you know, you know, for instance, someone like, you know, Grant Cardone, he talks about what he did to get to where he was. He talks about publicly that he was like a drug addict and that he was, you know, doing this and that. And finally, you know, he didn't make it until he was like in his I think early 50s or something like that, yeah, and older. so you know, and similar in the in the in our business, you know, there's you know, all of a sudden someone's a movie star overnight, but like really they've been working at it since like they were you know in their 20s or 30s or whatever. Like you know, George Clooney didn't make a big till he was in his like you know mid 30s. Right. You look at him now; he's on top of the world. But right. Um, so it's just but that goes into saying, like, it's just about in any business or anything, you just keep working at it. You'll eventually get there as long as you don't give up, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I forgot where we were going with this. Oh, yeah. Seeing the trials <laughs> and tribulations. Uh, I think no, that's the one impact,
0: that- like watching that. And that was a great takeaway that you're sharing is just how it's about hard work and it's about not giving up. And the salespeople that are listening to this. That is, that is like the perfect advice, right? How are we ever going to get on top? A lot of people have these goals. They want to be number one, or they want to have a certain amount of sales or win over that big client. Like you guys want to get that big project or big movie or get a yes or whatever. It's like, you, you've got this whole thing about, it takes time. I mean, in essence, you're talking a little bit about patience as well.
1: Totally. And, and, and it's even, it's crazier too, because we live in such an instant gratificational a world that is loves instant gratification everything is now everything is instant which a lot of it is you know you can get everything right away but you know at the end of the day also it's like things take time bills businesses aren't built overnight you know again look at look at elon musk what he had to do you know look at me i'm talking about business entrepreneurs not actors but um
0: no it's good good.
1: yeah so look at what elon musk had to deal with before you know uh tesla wheres where it is and also um spacex i mean the man literally dumped in most of his savings and everything that he earned which you know millions and millions of dollars you know if he earned 50 million dollars he would take he would take like a million for himself and put 49 million into his businesses and um you know it, it, and again even with spacex like they were on the verge of not working. Like there was, it was rocket after rocket that would blow up in the sky that wouldn't work. And they were literally on the verge of shutting down and finally it went through. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I remember reading his book, like getting emotional, just hearing when that happened. And so it's the same thing with, you know, actors and filmmakers and creative, we're all artists in some way or another, and it just takes time. And, um, and it also does happen very quickly. Obviously when you get to a certain point, things happen very, very fast. Um, and, uh, so the impact that it had on me was being able to see that take place and the, 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 you know, the naysayers, the trials and tribulations, watching the struggle of it all at the same time, because you really learn from that and it helps you to really, you know, be relentless in your own way. Um, uh, I love, you know, relentless is like one of my favorite words. Tim Grover uses it all the time. Of course. Chills. Right. Of course, I've met Uh, him. He's really uh, he's incredible, uh, incredible guy. I have this great picture of me with his um, he let me hold his ring that Michael Jordan made for him uh, when he won his like fifth, uh, his uh, his fifth championship, something like that, uh, which was really cool. But anyway, his book is incredible. And, you know, people should take those same principles because acting is almost like being an athlete. You have to like fine tune your craft and it's a muscle that you constantly have to work and do and you become an expert and a pro at it eventually, you know, and you get compensated for it, but it's all very similar. And, you know, you have to be willing to take the hits and keep moving forward. Like Stallone said in um, (laughs) Rocky Um, that's what it's about. And, you know, if you basically quit after the first time, someone says, ah, you're not right. You don't have the right hair. Your eyes aren't blue enough or whatever it is. um, You know, you'd, you'd be, you'd be lost. So, um, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've had people say no to me or he's too tall or he just doesn't have it or whatever. Um, it's just a part of it. And you just take it and you move on. It builds your character. And, you know, eventually when you do get it, you, you freaking earned your stripes. Right. And that's a, that's a part of it.
0: I love that so much. You sound like me. So I know all my students are like, coach, he said sports athlete. I always say that. I said, you guys, there's nothing difference between a sports athlete and a title athlete, right? You got to get a, let's say a ball in a basket, but in title, you got to get a title into escrow. It's the same thing. And it comes from practice and it comes from thick skin and it comes from. You're going to bleed a little
1: bit and that's okay. That what? You're going to bleed a little bit and that's okay. And you got to be willing to.
0: It's part of it. But see, now I can hear the audience right now. They're like, okay, so I'm bleeding a little, it's hurting me, how do you deal with rejection? How do you deal when you bleed a little or you get knocked down or you thought it was in the pocket and it's a no?
1: I've had that happen over and over and over again and it always ends up coming around. You maybe weren't right for that ultimately or the universe is working in some way that wasn't the the thing that was meant for you. I mean, look, I auditioned for Captain America years ago. You know That wasn't my calling, which is okay. And and also it's like if Chris Evans was able to get Captain America, that's great for him. Something else will come for me, which is great. It's out there for you, which is great. And, um, you know, it's like it's also a part of the, you know, the process of like you, you do bleed for it and you do so that when that time does come, you know, you've earned that and you did sacrifice to get there. And also, no matter what's happening in my world when those times come, I always think about the end game and that always gives me hope for what I'm going for. It's almost like I allow those things to fuel the path forward. You know, the harder that I can, like I I try to always look at Grant talks about this too, but it's also, there's a part of my own thing as well. The more I can take on and the more, the more hits I can take allows me to be able to charge forward at the same time, because it's like, well, if I'm able to take all this on, then I'm able to like, you know, pursue all these different things, like a superhero can. And, you know, if I can't take on one thing, how can you take on two? If you can't take on two, how can you take on three? Right. Um, You know, you think about all these people who are like studio executives and, you know, big time CEOs and and entrepreneurs, like there's a lot on their plate if you can, and it is stressful, but that's part of the position of those places. And if you can take those things on and create structure within that, then you can be in that position. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like if you can barely tie your shoes, how are you going to get your shoes on or walk or run? So you got to be able to run with maybe your shoes a little scuffed, you know, right. or you don't have laces on. You can still run in them.
0: <laughs> and I then you
1: get to a point where you can buy a hundred pair of shoes and you're fine.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like now I'm preaching like a motivational.
0: I love the sounds of it. You should be a coach. Be...
1: I appreciate that. Um but it's all the same. You're I was going to say, like, look at, like, look, look at, like, Dwayne Johnson, right? He was basically an athlete before he became, you know, this, this, this um, entertainment, you know, tycoon in the empire that he's built. But that man constantly talks about the struggles that he went through, uh, whether it's death from his family members. Like he talks about his dad dying and how impactful that was in his life. You know, I mean, literally, the man has like literally, you know, bled for where he's at, and he talks about that, which is great, and I think in today's society, you know, people get so comfortable in, in, in the environment that we're in, you know, that they think that if they get a little bit hurt or things are uncomfortable that they, they pull away. But it's like, actually, no, it's like really lean into that, into that uh, uncomfortable aspect. Um, and, it, and eventually it will benefit you. Like when I did Cobra Kai, they showed me, they had shot an entire sequence of the fight scene they wanted me to do. And I, at first I was so intimidated. I was like, wait, 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 you want me to do all this in by, by tomorrow, you know? And, uh, they literally had music. They edited this whole sequence. They shot it as if it was like part of the show. And so I was like, all right, let's just, you know, let's get into it. So we started working out in the dojo and we started doing it within half an hour. I had the entire thing basically down, you know, we worked out a couple of kinks and things here and there, but it was just getting in there and doing it. And eventually I was able to, uh, you know, figure it out and, and felt comfortable with it. And it's the same thing. I mean, don't think that when I get a pair of sides or audition, you know, I jump at the, at the, at the, uh, at the opportunity for it. But there's also an aspect of be like, OK, I got to put away four hours and I got to shut this part of my life off and I got to do this. Make sure my dog's fed, my cat's fed, because I'm about to jump into this and, you know, and try and get all this down because it's part of the process of, of, of you know, auditioning and, and all that stuff. And that's the discipline aspect of it. And it all, all of this stuff ties together. It, it, it really all ties together. You're
0: speaking our language. I'm surprised right. you're not a title sales executive because you're speaking <laughs> our language.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I think I'm going to start going to like um, to all the different car, the car dealerships and, and preaching on them, you know, like LaRusso auto parts. Maybe I'll go in there. Right. Great.
0: Honestly, this <laughs> would work amazing in car sales.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, but it, is- it, it, it essentially is that. It's the, the hardest part, I think, of any of the stuff I'm talking about is, is literally the doing aspect of it, like literally getting your body to go do these things. That's always the most difficult part, I think, for right people to, to figure out.
0: It's the breakdown. What's in there, Jesse? Because that's the breakdown. People know they need a prospect. They have such anxiety about it. They don't want rejection. They don't want to fuck it up. They don't want to mess. They don't want to be no, like, they, they
1: have to like, you have to recalibrate your mentality. There's nothing wrong with rejection. I can't tell you how many t- years ago I called some of the the, the, the most major managers and agents in this town. And I figured out the system for it. You know, I, I was like, I was looking for new representation and I literally looked up these people again, this is like, you know, just getting in there and figuring out, I looked up all these people on IMVB, found that the the office address and their phone numbers, I would call. And then I would, there's always like the assistant who's like the gatekeeper. Right. And right. or the front desk person. So I would call them and just very assertively say, Oh, I need to speak with, I need to speak with, you know, uh, uh, Jane Doe. And, the person at the front was like, well, they don't know who I am. They don't want to, I could be someone very important. They don't want to- know who
0: my dad is? Right, and I usually don't
1: pull those cards, but like, you know, I, I, unless it's a fun familiar thing, but I'll be like, "Uh, I need to speak to so-and-so. And And they're like, oh, of course. And usually I would say, I need to speak to so-and-so's office. And they would say, "Uh, oh, of course, please, yeah, please hold. And then, great, you got the gate open. And then you get in there. And then I would pitch myself to the assistant and if the pitch was usually pretty good, I'd say, hey, listen, uh, my name is Jesse Cove. I'm, I'm kind of in a trans, uh, transitional period with my reps. Um, you know, I saw your thing. I just came out with this movie and this thing. You know, I'd really love to maybe get a phone call with so-and-so to, to talk about potential representation. And nine times out of ten, I would get the person on the phone. And because they, that, not only that, they respected that I got that far. And they were like, whoa! If this dude's willing to like call my office and get me on the phone. Like, I want to talk to him.
0: <laughs> and so,
1: and then there are the people that that would reject you and be like, oh, he's just not, you know, taking clients on, or they, you know, they don't. You have an appointment, whatever. And that's okay. I, at least I tried. And so, you mm. know, it was like, and I, as I kept doing that, I learned the the proper way to communicate and talk to them, and. Um, Funny enough, at one point, I even got on the phone with Chris, Chris Evans' manager um, mm. to talk. And it was a great conversation. Yeah, we had a great conversation. And, you know, he respected respected that I called. Uh, but obviously, I wasn't nearly, you know, I, had, I wasn't a name person or anything like that. And, you know, most of the people that they were repping were pretty big names, which I understood. But I still wanted to take a chance. So, you know, it's those kind of things that you just kind of make happen or you figure out and um it, you know it, it just ties into a lot of what we're talking about you know you you, you have to work really hard at it and you have to kind of do things maybe a little bit out of the box um you know there's one thing i love I, I talk about that i did when i did the movie d-day um which is the world war ii movie that came out last year yeah i was sitting in my car driving on the 405 freeway i don't know if you're based in la or not um I
0: was. Yeah, I'm in okay. Arizona now, but I do know. For,
1: yeah, I lived in L.A. I life. love Arizona. Love Arizona. I've been to Phoenix many times and I've shot a few projects out there. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Love it. Yeah. And my last movie that I was going to, I'll talk to you about, Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. Uh, we shot all that in Phoenix. It was great. Oh,
0: did
1: you? Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Kevin Smith movie. Really great. Um, but I so I was driving on the freeway on the 405 and I was about to do this World War II movie. And I had to like do all the shouting and commanding on the beach because it was about Normandy. And I thought to myself, God, I want to get that environment in my head. So I, I was driving on the freeway. There was no traffic. The wind was blowing like crazy. I looked up on YouTube on my phone, uh, sounds of war, like helicopters and explosions and gunfire. And so I found that. I turned the volume all the way up in my Bluetooth and then had the windows down. So it was all this wind blowing and these gunshots and, and explosions. And then I started shouting my lines out as I was driving to try and get this like feeling of what it would be like if I was actually doing this. And so when it came to the day of doing it on the set, I was like ready to go because I knew what that would be like. You know, it's those kind of strange things that you figure out along the way or whatever, but they just come to you um, that you just do to make things easier for yourself.
0: Yeah, but it's smart. You really challenge your character. And even in sales, these are, we're, we're channeling sales. We're channeling, when I was in sales 23 years ago, I got this job, Jesse. I remember going on appointments and they were like, nah. And when I got back home, I go, wait, if I want to be number one at my company, I got to act like I'm number one. What would a number one person be doing right now? So channeling and getting into that character and like practicing your lines and practicing what you're going to do and say, there's such truth to that over here too. Like what I'm like, yeah, keep going, keep going. I know what you're saying. I know what you mean. It's so true what you're saying. It's so you know, true. talks
1: about all the time. Uh, you know, talks about that. Was Ed Milett talks about, he talks about, um, you know, going and having your, what is it, your like your aha moment for like a weekend or a day. Go spend that $500 dinner so you can experience that $500 dinner and see what that feels like. So you can then work towards having those dinners every week, you know?
0: Right. I did that with first class Jesse. That was.
1: Oh, oh, you move. really went for it.
0: I did. That was a bad move because it was like. <laughs> I know. The rest of the month was a little
1: was a little tough.
0: <laughs> telling you, it's great advice. It's great advice. Well, did you fly
1: international or were you flying in the U.S.?
0: I was flying. I went to Canada. So.
1: Oh wow. Okay. All right. Over. You really work. Yeah. Okay. That was
0: a long flight, so it was definitely worth it. You know what's ironic about that flight? Not to sidebar. I sat next to Tony Robbins's right hand woman, who does everything for him. And you and, see, and
1: that is like those opportunities. Like bottom. that's. Amazing. Just incredible.
0: Right. Um, Let me ask you this. Who's your mentor? Like who and what like did they teach you throughout your life? Like who's been a bit of your role model?
1: Uh, You know, pretty easily. I'd say my dad is one of my, my mentors for sure. You know what he's, you know, my dad literally came from the streets of Brooklyn, you know, family had very little money. Um, You know, my dad would talk to me about like how, you know, when his dad went to the movies, it was like a nickel, you know what I mean? Crazy. And, you know, he would talk to me about like, my dad's stories are amazing. Like, and these, these stories would influence me all the time. Like my dad used to talk to me about like, when he was a kid, he would like save up a dollar 50 so that he could get this, like his favorite bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich when he was like 13 or whatever at this one deli. And he'd have to like do these certain things to get a buck 50 you know and sometimes he was short 25 cents mm-hmm. and so the guy knew him and he'd let it slide sometimes and then he he like my dad had a tab at a deli for a dollar 50 for <laughs> for freaking blt sandwiches for god's sake oh, so God. it's like you hear those things and it's like wow you know you take all this stuff into perspective and like what he's created for himself now and we talk about it all the time so you know he's definitely grilled into me like the whole aspect of working for your money and and working hard, you know, I audition like everybody else, you know, um, and, you know, I do get these opportunities that come up with my dad, but I still end up having to like, I work for them. I audition for them. I meet the director. I talk to them, you know, and I don't sell myself as that way because I, I, you know, I like to, I like to earn it. I like to earn my keep. And so, um, and uh, so he's definitely, you know, one of my biggest mentors and watching karate growing up. Yes, he did do that. Well, he didn't force that. <laughs> he asked if we wanted to. We all to, want to know. Yeah, my sister and I—we we just we were natural athletes growing up. So when he asked, we were like, "Yeah, of course, Dad, we'd love to be I in karate." And He's so like
0: the ultimate yeah. sensei. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And then other mentors. Um, you know, it, it, I feel like they change over the years. You know, my sister—I'm very close with my twin sister. She's someone who You're I twin. I respect very much. Rachel. Um, she's just been able to persevere through so much in her life. And, you know, my mom's incredible. My mom's a psychologist, basically. So, you know, I was able to get the crazy world of film. And then I was able to talk about my issues with my mom on a psychological level. So I kind of got this really oh, interesting God. balance.
0: Best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, it was funny because like when I was so young, my mom would say like, well, Jesse, let's talk about you know, my mom's from New Zealand. So she, and, and she was lived in England. She got a little bit of an English accent. She's like, well, how do you feel about what's going on? I'm like, mom, I'm 12 and I'm just angry that my sister didn't like that. I didn't get the rest of my ice cream. <laughs> you know, it's not about how I'm feeling. I'm just an angry man. I'm mad right now. Um, you know, with her, it was about processing where that anger comes from. <laughs>
0: right. Right.
1: So it was kind of funny. Uh, But yeah, those are some of the big ones in my life.
0: I love that so much. I love that so much. Uh, Mentors matter, you know, they matter. And the reality is that someone, you know, you're someone's mentor in their life and you're inspiring people. And you are my, for me, my podcast, like we're listening to you here. I mean, takeaways, like people matter. Mentors, and sometimes mentors come in for like a minute. They come in for a period of time. You were lucky to have a, a father who, you know, role model and a person that you looked up to, and you had in a constant, you know, some people yeah. just get like a, a, you know, a little piece of it. And so I just, I always get really it, curious that, about who you're
1: influencing. Yeah. What you're saying is so true. It's like, and especially even with acting, like you, you take different acting classes and you take pieces from each one and create your own, your own style, your own, that's, you know, that's what I've done. And it's the same thing with mentors. You, you have a mentor, they come in for a little bit, they give you this, you learn from that and then, oh, there's another
0: one. And there's another one. And then
1: eventually you've built your own, um, you know, uh, you know. I, what's the right word I'm trying to say? Like you've built well, your it's own. Convinces
0: to become who you are. A little, yeah. bit, a little bit of this. This is what we do in sales. You know, when yeah. I got here 23 years ago and I was like, gosh, dang, real estate's a big world. I interviewed, you know, the three top title executives, little piece. I was like, Ooh, that's not my thing. Little piece, little piece, little piece that molded Lisa crown like that. This yeah. is where I started to see clearly of like, I could do that. And I could practice that. So I love how you said that because that's one of my assignments for people here. Go pick brains, take a little bit. Yes, of brains, little bit,
1: little bit. get out there and experience it. And it's like, it's so That whole thing about rejection and you know, fear is like the worst. Will Smith says, like, you know, would would talk about like if you if fear comes in, do the opposite of that. And I that's so true to to a certain extent. It's like, you know, just go out there and and you know, put yourself out there for whatever that is. If you're gonna get rejected, it's okay. Like you're gonna be fine, other stuff will happen. You know, guys who are afraid to talk to women, whatever it is, go talk to her. Like you're either gonna make her laugh, she's gonna say no, or she's gonna say yes. Right, You know, or men to man or girl to girl, whatever, Right, you know, it doesn't matter. And, um, you know, as long as, you know, going forward, like, oh yeah, I'm probably, I might get rejected going into this. Like, then great. You'll go to the next one. There's 8 billion people in the world. Like, uh, right. and, and also like, you know, most of the people who've created something in their life, odds are most people said no to them, you know, like again, Elon Musk, all these guys, Walt Disney,
0: um, Oprah, yes.
1: Everybody said no to them, and, and they no. were like, you know what? I'm still gonna go do this. Um, there's like Jeff that Bezos. great picture. There's a great picture of of what's his name, Jeff Bezos, when he was he was at Amazon, like in 1996, I saw that. with that horrible spray painted sheet from his house or whatever, yep. and it said, you know, it's like, and then he, now he's the richest man in the world. It's like that's a perfect example of what you can create.
0: I posted and that. What people I saying no that so much. Because it just sums up the trials and tribulations to get where your ultimate goal is. I feel like we could do anything we want. Anything's possible, right? If we go after it. Bottom line. And so, I mean, I, you know, bottom, here's how this started is that, you know, my friend said, um, that she knew your dad, like he knew your, someone who knew your dad or whatever. And so I go, Oh my God, I would love to get him on my podcast. Right. He would, I got rejected. Okay. I get it. Right. Totally. And as I'm talking and picking more brains, he's like, you know, it's so funny. He's like, his son was in the show. And that's when I said like, Oh my God, I want to interview his son. And you said, yes, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I
1: will then, I will then get my dad to, to, to be interviewed by you because I will tell him how great this was. And end of story.
0: <laughs> and the not giving up.
1: There it is. Perfect example. Anybody who listens to this podcast is going to be so inspired because it's just literally the perfect example because of how it, living
0: works. it. we're living it. We're in it right now. We're
1: exactly. Real exactly. time. I'm not kidding you. When I say something, I do it. So I, will, I really will That's do that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, because, it is amazing. You know, i like that.
0: a sensei in, in title sales, right? <laughs> I'm a coach and I kick everyone's ass. So I kind of need stay up on here, give me a run for my money, you know? Exactly,
1: you're putting your money where your, your mouth is, which is perfect.
0: <laughs> right, right. You're um, coming through. He- Right. A few more questions. Cause I, I, I know you've got a million and one things to do. I'll be quick. But if there was a okay. new actor on our line, which I equate a new actor to kind of like a new salesperson, but like a new actor coming in this business, like, and, or they're listening right now, like what advice do you have for somebody getting in with these big ass, you know, like goals and aspirations and like looking at someone like you, like, Oh, you got on Cobra. Kai. That's amazing. Like how, you know, how can I do that one day? What, what do you have for them?
1: Um, I really think it's about, you know, there's there's a couple of things. One is don't get discouraged, which is I have also suffered from this. You know, I like will be on social media all day and like on my phone too much. And I see all the success of all these people or whatever. You know, don't get discouraged that that is happening to them in those moments or they're sharing about it. Like, like, again, those people, it took time for them to get there. So, you know, your time will come. So you, you use those things as fuel to motivate you to do the work now play you know work hard now so you can play hard later and um you know do whatever you can like read books uh subscribe to like MasterClass. there's stuff on there you can look you know look up acting schools go on youtube look up the top acting coaches look at their look at their classes see who they teach and then watch movies take notes i mean there's so much that you can do you know um and then you know you can look up on like imdb pro and see which agents represent who and, and and learn about what an agent does what a manager does there's really an endless amount of things to do and eventually like put yourself on tape you know um and you can even like you can subscribe to so many different casting websites that will actually submit you for projects right now you can do that on your own um and again it's just really about you just going and doing it like literally just picking up the phone or signing up for that class, just do it. At least even if you do it, you're going to start going on a process in some direction.
0: Oh my God. You sound so much like me. You should listen. I mean, honestly, who has time, but if you did listen, <laughs> right. you'd hear me go, I'm going to end with my favorite quote. It's a Nike swoosh. What does that mean? Everybody. And they're like, just do it. Just coach. Do it.
1: Yes, exactly. You're exactly. So
0: spot on. Because what you're saying for an actor to start you're really saying the same thing to the salespeople listening. You're saying research title. What are you doing? What are you selling? Interview people around you. Look out for your national coach that you have. Look out for interviewing maybe people that you would go and try to get business from and see what they need and want. Like your yes. the advice is is literally, it's a parallel deal. It's totally it, the same. Totally the same. Out there, You said film yourself, get yourself on a real get a reel going on. Hey, they got reels now on Instagram. They snagged the idea, Jesse.
1: Right. Exactly. It's true. It's true. It's, it's so, it's all done for you. You just have to do it.
0: Right. So what's next for Jesse? Uh,
1: we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, I'm starting a new movie. I I started, I can't talk about it right now, but I'm literally starting a new movie next Wednesday. Um, and then yes, yes, exactly. Um, and also, Oh, I have one more piece of advice too. I want to give at the end, but, um, Uh, starting movie next Wednesday. I got another project I'm doing in Florida, uh, which is like, which is for a show called um, uh, Graves End on Amazon, which is great. My dad's actually involved in that one. Nice. And then I go to do off to do a, a romantic comedy in Vegas uh, at the end of May, which will be really fun.
0: And Love. then got
1: a few other projects um, that are happening. And uh, it's been really great. You know, I'm really busting ass here. Mm. And, um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of this stuff is Fortunately and unfortunately, a lot of this stuff's happened during the pandemic, which I know has been, you know, obviously very hard, you know, and for me as well, it's been a balance with everything, um, you know, so, um, but uh, it's just been a a great year and I'm really excited and things are finally, you know, getting back to normal, which is great. And um, so just a lot of good stuff, you know, for people to watch right now that just came out in the last six months was uh, a thriller I did called Bring Me a Dream. Uh, science fiction action gaming comedy with Kevin Smith called Max Reload and the Nether Blasters it's on Amazon right now also um, Christmas on the Menu which was really sweet Um, oh no sorry Christmas Cuisine of Love um, which was great I did for Lifetime and then uh, a movie coming out I think May which is another thriller I did called Recipe for Abduction which will be on Lifetime Uh, another great one so there's a lot to look at
0: thank you I want us all to chime in and check it out
1: Yes, there's definitely a lot. And one of the funny, one of the other things I, I was going to say was earlier on was like, whenever I'm doing a movie, you know, which is just who I am. Like I love befriending everybody and I love communicating with everybody. And, you know, because like make, wherever you're doing work or sales or whatever, like make, um, make champions for people for you. Like, you know, like make, make people want to work with you and work for you. You know what I mean? Like that's so important is relationships. Relationships are so important. Like, whenever I go, I can't tell you how many movies I've done where they wanted to rehire me because we just had a great time working together. And same for me, like you always remember the people that you didn't want to work with or be around, um, or made you feel, you know, so whenever you're with people, which is, you know, just should be who you are is you want to pump up people. You want to, I know, I know you obviously with what you do, um, you know, you, you motivate people, you get people excited about themselves and And it's the same thing on a movie set. Like people wanna work with you again. They wanna be excited to to create with you. So when you go and do these things, like have fun, have a a great time and make people laugh and and have fun yourself. Even if you think you're gonna get rejected.
0: Right? I love that. That is like spot. We actually just experienced that because you said, you know what? I'm going to make that happen with my dad and I, but if I was just sitting here kind of like low in energy and like, okay, cool. And whatever you might be like, yeah, sorry about that. The guy's super busy. Shined it off. Like, you know what? <laughs> that's a living proof. You make someone feel good or comfortable. You have fun and you do yep. you and you allow your light to shine. See, I'm not going to hold anything. We can't hold anything back. If exactly. it's what you want, you know, exactly. That exactly. Got in there. Thanks for doing that. Cause that's, Huge people do get in situations and they get a bit nervous, and then it, yep. it dims their light, you yep. know, or their reserve. Like, I'm thinking that, but I can't say that. It's like, say it.
1: Yes, I give you my word, we'll make that happen.
0: Oh, thank you, Justin. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, to wrap us up and close in life, what do you know for sure?
1: Uh, wow, great question up the top. Right? In life, what do you know for sure? uh, rejection is imminent.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's really our whole, like, that's our sum of today. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. You know, embrace the suck. They exactly. Say
1: you have to, you have to. I'm embrace.
0: channeling your character with the noise and the car and the wind.
1: Exactly. Embrace yeah, yeah, exactly. Love that. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Jesse, thank you. You rocked it today. Appreciate
1: you. Oh, so much fun! I had, you I had such a blast. Go
0: all the way to the top, I'm gonna be like,
1: "I'll be back. I'm coming I back know. on the show. This was great."
0: I would love to have you. I'd be honored. Thank you so much for your time. You rock. Take care.
1: Oh, I was like, yeah, it was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, of course, um, I'm super active on Instagram at Jesse Cove, uh, Twitter as well. Um, I do have a Facebook, but I'm, I'm mostly active on my 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 public profiles: uh, Twitter, Instagram. Love connecting with my fans. And uh, thanks You're again fine. for having me this was awesome you
0: bet we're gonna follow you there you guys look out for him on there and go look up all those watch all those videos all the movies and stuff that he's got coming out we can't wait to see what you got uh you know coming up in this next year good luck to you and thank you again
1: perfect and uh, let rick uh, uh send my send uh, rick your email stuff i'll get you guys in touch and we'll, we'll get my dad You're stuff straight away
0: guys see that's how you do it home run for coach love it thank you
1: all right take care oh, jesse bye, bye.